Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. I got about three minutes into recording and looked down and realized I was not recording. So, <laughs> here we are, baby, let's go. Um, so, I want to talk about something that I had started to speak on in my Instagram stories yesterday, which, by the way, if you don't follow me on Instagram, uh, I spit free game there, uh, as well as terrorism, racism, and homophobia daily. Uh, it's Mike Dot Mike Dot on on Instagram. Um, I'm not racist or homophobic. Uh, homophobic, first of all, that implies there's a fear, <sighs> and it's it's certainly not fear. But we won't get into that today. Um, and racism, I just uh, I notice patterns. So if pattern recognition is synonymous with uh, racism, then I guess I'm a I guess I'm a racist. Um, but, uh, anyways, I wanted to talk about <clears throat> nice guys, nice guys. So I had started talking yesterday about, um, so what set me off was when you look at, find any female fitness influencer who's a little thicker. I think it's usually the thicker girls. Um, and when I say thick, I don't mean the fat ones. Okay. There's thick and then there's fat. Most women will call themselves thick and they're just fat. I mean, I guess by definition you're thick, but you, we understand like the click wheel uh, language here, what we mean by thick and fat. So like when I say thick, I mean a girl that's like got some muscle on her. Like she got those quads, you know what I'm saying? Big shoulders, bigger arms typically in good shape. Um, so you go to her comment section. So I just, I get a lot of, um, I'd actually the other day, I had to go through and purge because I found myself, I follow very fit men and women. And I had to go and unfollow a bunch of the women the other day because I just, I felt, uh, I just felt conflicted because they're just always taking their clothes off. And I'm like, I can't as a married man justify following these women, um, because they can't keep their damn clothes on. And the guys do the same thing. You know, they're shirtless and tiny little shorts, and but I'm not gay. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so if you were to go to some of their comment sections, you see it on TikTok especially, these pathetic, pathetic dudes, they're the top comment is uh, within the first five comments is always some derivation of mommy. They call these thick, fit women mommy in the visceral disgust and hatred I have in my heart for this behavior knows no bounds. It is perhaps. It's somehow gay, first of all. I, I know you're talking about a woman, but it's, it's still somehow gay. It's pathetic. It's weak. It's odd. It's like an Oedipus complex. You know, why, why, why are you thinking... It's like, you know, so how girls call guys daddy? Which I still think that's, pre that's pretty strange. The older I get, the stranger that gets. Um... I don't know. I don't know. It's just, but anyways, the mommy's especially weird. 
you know, you've got this Oedipus complex wrapped up. And what it boils down to is these men, quote unquote, are little boys. They're little boys. Like every time I go and look at the profile, it's always the same. It's this neck bearded, glasses, flannel, Marvel, Funko Pop dork. And it's so pathetic. So it's just pathetic. What you doing, homie? You alright? Hold on. Sorry, I, uh... Some black dude who was walking up the side of my truck like, almost crouched down for a second and, uh, he was looking and he dropped his key. He was at the gas pump next to me and dropped his key and it went under my car. I'm like, I'm like, hey, what's up, homie? You're right. I came out of there. Oh boy. I had the right hand on the blicky. I literally had my gun in my front seat. I just unholstered it. That could have been real bad. I mean somebody starts walking up the side of your truck, like crouched over. That's not what you like to see at six o'clock in the morning at a gas station. <laughs> Bro almost lost his life. Anyways. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Dude, these guys are dorks. That's what I was saying. It, it's just... It's pathetic behavior. And, uh, you know, the whole... You know, these guys that are grown men that still fanboy over... Marvel and Star Wars and it's just they're little boy in video games they're little boys who never grew up they never grew up and I can't blame them because they were grown they were they were brought up in a culture of women you know we live in a very they say smash the patriarchy I don't think we live in a patriarchal society at all at all probably since the 80s past 30 years it's been it's been either a blend or matriarchy like we're going the full-blown matriarchy now gynocracy gynocracy as i like to call it um where the feminine influence covid was the perfect example of this covid had the crazy mother stay indoors six feet apart wear your mask that is that's the matriarchy right there and it's evil it's very evil. Uh, women are not supposed to have positions of power over men. It's just, it's you. you you're you Christian? You listen to me? Okay, that's in the Bible, by the way. It's in the Bible. So you could bicker and argue with me all you want. Why don't you just take it to God instead and, and take it up with Him? It's just the way that it is. Um, <clears throat> because hierarchy is important. Like you wouldn't want a child ruling over grown men and women, right? Like, that's not ideal. Now, the argument is always, well, there's some good women. Yeah, yeah, okay, there were great children, like Alexander the Great took over when he was, what, 13 years old? But he was Alexander the Great. You know what I mean? Like, normally, you don't want children, and you've got a lot of stories of children that were, well, children, when they ruled over people, and they were violent and evil. <clears throat> women are not geared to be in positions of leadership over men. But anyways, so the nice guys, 
So they're growing up. We're, we're not going to get into that, all that today. I want to really talk about the difference between a nice guy and a real man. Okay, so you've got nice guys and then you've got real men. Nice guys are not real men. There's a, there's a distinction here that I want to make. Now, myself and all of the quote-unquote, I hate the term high-value men because they use that to you know, sell gay courses now on masculinity. Which, by the way, there isn't a course in the world that's going to make you a masculine man at all. Going to church, having a family, and getting into fighting is what makes you a masculine man. Protecting, providing, being in good physical shape, but more importantly, having a strong spirit and relationship with God is at the top of the list. But anyways, so um, of all the high-value men that I know, they are all well-mannered, they are polite, they have integrity, they're virtuous, they are... um, They've got, you know, they're old school chivalrous, but they are not nice. In fact, sometimes I think most people would uh, probably describe me as abrasive, and I would describe most of these men. Like, I have a list of men in my head right now that I would consider to be uh, very high value men. And here's the thing I, I know high value men that are millionaires. And I know high-value men that are very average income earners. So this isn't about money. People immediately think that money makes you a high-value man. That's not the case. It's not the case. Because I also know a lot of low-value dorks who got lucky. Got lucky. Right place, right time. That happens. That happens. It won't, it won't last for long, but it happens. So please understand, when I talk about a high-value man, let's, let's talk about what I mean when I say high-value, okay? A high-value man is uh, a man with discipline, is a man with integrity, is a man that has goals and purposes for his life. This is a man who's family-oriented. If he doesn't have a family, he's on his way to having one or aspires to be a father and a husband. High-value men do not want to be single and bang a bunch of women. This is that Andrew Tate is not a high-value man. Why isn't Andrew Tate a high-value man? But Mike, he's a multimillionaire, and he's very uh, successful, and he's got all this. Well, great, but the big thing he's missing is the traditional family. He's got kids, but he's got kids with a bunch of different women. That has cheapened his value as a man. It has. <clears throat> Just like a woman with kids from a different fathers that drastically damages your worth um, big time but please don't let losers ejaculate inside of you ladies please outside of wedlock just don't do it you know what I mean you know because what happens when these women don't want they kill them you know what I mean oh I don't want my baby so I'll kill what the hell is going on up here wow this cop had to just impede everybody's traffic flow because he wants to pull this guy over um, <clears throat> so high value man family oriented guy integrity has values has goals has plans has purposes he's a spiritual man with a strong relationship with God um, he is oh she's gonna get a big ticket that guy whipped out hard um, he's a man That is a protector physically and a provider. He has the capacity to protect and provide. Now, men can provide in varying degrees. I think the baseline 
is food, shelter, and a somewhat comfortable standard of living. So you don't need to have 10 vehicles to be a high value man, but if you've got a car to get back and forth to work and your wife is able to stay at home with the kids, that uh, honestly, I think that right there, if, if you can, if you can put your family in a position where your wife stays at home while you work, that makes you an extremely high value man. Maybe more so than anything else, other than like integrity, honesty, your relationship with God, right? All of the other material outside things. Is a man that is able to put his family in a position where the wife stays home. That is a high value man. Let's talk about the temperament of a high value man. I believe that a high value man, the high value, I just think about all the guys I know. They are firm, direct, and convicted in their beliefs. They're firm, they're direct, and they're convicted in their beliefs. They have convictions. They are, they have a very strong internal belief system. And no woman, man, circumstance will shake that. No woman, man, or circumstance will shake that. They have very strong beliefs and they're firm in those beliefs, which means that usually they're going to tell you exactly how they feel about something. High value men are not afraid of conflict, although they would prefer peace. They are not afraid of conflict. They can hold their own verbally and mentally, right? They are able to articulate their beliefs. They're able to articulate why they believe what they believe then they're able to defend those positions. A high-value man isn't nice. If a high-value man is disgusted by behavior, he's going to tell you that he's disgusted by behavior. A high-value man has boundaries. No, honey, that's not how we're going to do it in this household. A high-value man corrects his woman when it's necessary. He doesn't overcorrect he doesn't become controlling. There's a big difference here, guys. A high-value man is not controlling. A high-value man is a guide. Follow me. What is, what is the distinction between a guide and a man that is controlling? The guide leads by example. Follow me. Follow me. When I was a low-value man, here's the thing. I used to be a low-value man. I was making... Five seven hundred thousand dollars a year, but I was using drugs and alcohol, and I was never home. And my wife and I, my fiance, I guess my girlfriend, I don't remember what Geneva was at the time, fiance maybe, and I barely had a relationship. We barely spoke. We just a lot of things were very, very wrong. And I could remember I would go to correct something she did, and she would be like, Well, you blah blah blah, and she would be right. So as a man, if you want to lead and guide in your relationship, you need to set the, the example. You need to set the tone. Now, I don't have to do it often at all. But now when I have to correct my wife, it's I'm, I feel much more comfortable doing it because there's not too much now. And she wouldn't argue. And that's the thing. 
she used to, one of the big things with her and I, and hopefully she doesn't mind me sharing this very personal part of our relationship, but one of the big things was my wife is very strong-willed, which is why I love her. She's very strong-willed. She's got a very strong mind. I told her last night, I, I said she's surprisingly intelligent. I didn't mean it like that, but like she was asking me last night what I thought of her, right? We're having a good conversation on the couch. And she's, she's very witty. She's very intelligent. She's funny. She's absolutely hilarious, way funnier than me. But her strong will, so we would get into arguments very much back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then I'd snap. I'd lose my mind. I used to really lose my temper, like screaming matches, super unhealthy, not good. And now there's no back and forth. I could think of maybe a handful of times this year I've had to bring something up to her and she's just said, okay, you're right, I'm sorry. She might get a look on her face, she might get a little mad. She does that thing where she furrows her brow, you know, and crinkles her nose up a little bit. You know, she gives me a little bit of a look, but she doesn't fight back. Now, is that growth on her part? Absolutely, but I think it's also a reflection of growth on my part that I'm setting the example as a man in the household and I'm basically not being a hypocrite, right? So a high-value man leads from the front in his relationship and doesn't sit behind the wagon barking orders. He leads from the front. So all these feminists out here will be like, I never listen to a man, right? Well, you know what, Sally? If you met a real man, you'd want to listen to him. Women internally intrinsically, innately desire to be led and if it's not a strong man it's going to be an entity like the government sure, take all of my rights women will give up their rights to somebody they will every single time every single time who wants stricter gun laws who wants to put seat belts with 47 straps in every single car who wants to do this who wants like think of any restrictive measure and who do you think backs it the most women because they'll if if they can't find a strong man to submit themselves to they'll submit themselves to something i don't care i don't care what you believe about yourself as a woman listening to me if you're sitting there saying i would never submit to a man you're full of crap and you just haven't met a strong enough one yet but there's a balance to you also not being a hard-headed retard. You know what I mean? Like maybe you're 30 and single for a reason. Have you ever thought about that? Maybe it's not all men. Maybe you're just, you, you just suck. You know, but the, here's the good thing is you can change. There's hope for you. So funny, these women will blame all men for all of their problems. It's like, well, you attract what you are. So if you attract trash, what does that make you, sweetie? You know? But anyways, strong men, high-value men. See, nice guys, nice guys, physically weak, emotionally weak, mentally weak, no value system, often atheists or agnostics, or they, like, think they're Vikings, you know what I mean? I see a lot of that now. These guys think that they're, like, you know, like pagans, paganism. You know, uh, like I said, physically weak, always little, little pudgy fat kids, you know what I mean? Or skinny kids or skinny fat kids. They're 
they have no morals. No, they have they have a set of morals that are shaped by the world, and they change over time. They change over time. Like my uh, stance on abortion will never change. Theirs changed. They're like chameleons. If they're with a woman that thinks that it should be allowed sometimes, but not all of the time, that's what they believe. And if they're a radical with a radical pro-abortion woman, guess what they are? Radical pro pro-abortion men. You see these men following, nipping at the heels of the feminists that they want to have sex with. Here's the thing. The man doesn't follow the woman because he actually believes in what the woman believes and stands for. He follows the woman, mimics her behavior, and hopes that it'll get him laid. That's what makes these creatures so especially vile and gay. I can't stand it. It's pathetic. It's absolute worm-like behavior. Worms. Little worms. So... They have no value system. Their morals are ever changing. They uh they're not interested in starting families, and if they do, usually it's on accident. You know, they're very easily they cave easily. I think this is the biggest this is the biggest indicator right here. You ready for this? High value men no matter what the current societal viewpoint is on something, the collective viewpoint is on something, they don't change their opinion and they're vocal about it. Nice guys, whatever's in the news, whatever's on social media, whatever it is on Reddit, they believe it. They believe it and they change their value system to reflect that of the world. It's an ever-changing world, bro. Like, yeah, okay. Little Reddit faggots out here running around. I think they're the most misogynistic. They're the most misogynistic because a man that truly cares about a woman will help shape her behavior so she has the best possible outcomes in life. A man that wants to use a woman for her body will allow that woman to do whatever she wants in hopes that he gets a chance to lay with her. Did you guys just hear what I just told you? Because if you're a woman and you're listening to me and you've got men in your life that let you get away with and endorse bad behavior, <clears throat> they don't care about you. They want to have sex with you. That's all it is. That's all it is. Man, that was what I had just said a couple lines back is very powerful, and you should listen to it again, especially if you're single, because that'll type you that'll tell you the type of quality man that you have in your life. A very high quality, high value man will correct bad behavior, even if it makes you angry, because he cares about you and loves you, not because he wants to control you. Imagine, and, and people do this now, actually, you know, it's, it was going to sound ludicrous for a second, saying that, you know, imagine calling parents controlling. People do that now. People do that now. I saw a thing on strict parents the other day, and everybody was saying, oh, they're either going to hate you when they turn 18, or they're going to rebel. There's no in-between. There's no way to come out of a strict parent household. Good. You know, just everybody just wants to do everything how they want to do. It's just, it's just a world of me, 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 me. 
Me, 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 me. What makes me feel good? What makes me feel good? What do I want? You know, and I think when you look at male and female uh, protagonists in movies and books, I think the reason why when male, when females try to play males, the reason why it's always so goofy and awkward, like a shoe that doesn't fit in a foot race, is men, per, male protagonists are self, what are their key characters? They're selfless, they sacrifice for the common good. But what is the woman always out for? It's always herself. It's always some journey of her self-discovery and what she wants. It's not self-sacrificial. So when women go to play male characters, it's very goofy and it feels weird. It doesn't fit. Because women are naturally selfish. Let's just put it like it is. And I'm not even saying that there's anything wrong with that. Men have to be selfish. Now, am I saying every woman is selfish? No. Like, I think about my mom sacrificed everything for us. Stay-at-home mom that had three kids. You know what I mean? She gave it all, she gave it all up. So, I don't know. That, that doesn't have anything to do with high-value men and women. I just thought that that was a cool point to make. You know, think about that. Think about male and female protagonists. Here's our female protagonist here trying to back out of this spot. Hey, hey, hey. Come on, lady. Jeez. Come on, Shaquisha. I doubt her name was Susan, is what I'm getting at. But, uh, so, the, uh, you know, I'm parking at the gym, so we're going to have to end. But, you know, I really want you to think about this. If you're a man, I want you to think of what category do I fall in? And if you're a woman, what type of men do you have surrounding you right now? All right? Love you guys. Let's go.